It doesn't rain forever, nor is a pendulum's movement a straight line. Seasons change, pendulums swing, waves rise and fall. The point being is that the only consistency in life is change itself. So grab your surfboard and let's learn to ride this motherfucking wave together. Let's learn to radically fucking love ourselves, rain or shine, baby. This is our fucking life and it's time to take it back. Hello, you beautiful, lovely fucking souls. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the You're Not Fuck podcast. Before we get started, I just want to give a little bit of a trigger warning, just in case you're in a very sensitive place right now. If you're going through something really, really hard, this might not be the episode for you. Or maybe it is, but I will be talking about death. I will be talking about someone who passed away recently. And yeah, so... I don't know. I don't know if this needs a trigger warning, but I just want to throw that out there in case any of y'all are in very sensitive space right now, and because I understand what that's like. And so, yeah. If you feel like this episode is still for you, then I invite you to take a deep breath or a couple before we get started. Get into a beautiful state of mind, not just because you're listening to my episode, but because we deserve to give ourselves these moments where we're taking deep breaths, where we fill our lungs and fill our bodies with oxygen, because really there's something so powerful about breathing consciously, about breathing properly, about the breath of life. Like literally, I heard this quote the other day and our life starts with a breath and it ends with a breath. That is the first and the last thing we will ever do. And it's so, so beautiful. So invite you to take some deep breaths right now whether it's middle of the night when you're listening to this whether it's 6 a.m while you're working out take some deep breaths Mm. one day when i have a little bit more confidence i cannot wait to do guided meditations little mini ones on my podcast and long ones and in person it's gonna be awesome but let's start with today's episode all right to be very blunt my brother passed away two weeks ago It is still quite fresh, and that's actually why I wanted to record this right now as well. All these feelings are still so fresh because I'm not the only one who has dealt with the loss of a loved one, with family members that are close, with siblings. I know that I'm not the only one, and so I think it's really important to talk about these things. I don't actually hear that many people talking about it, and the way that Western society views death makes it really, really hard when one of our loved ones pass on because, and not everyone thinks this, but I'm just saying as a generalization, the Western society teaches people that it's only material, very materialistic culture. And so we have a really hard time dealing with death in that kind of materialistic culture because it teaches you that once the body's gone, once the person's not breathing anymore, they're just gone. They're forever gone. They'll never come back. And that might be true in a physical sense, but it really, really leaves out their soul, their spirit, this energy that will never truly be destroyed. It may not be here in the physical form anymore, but you fucking bet that their energy, their spirit is surrounding you. Whether it's all the time, whether it's in moments, that is a question or yeah, that's a question that I don't know and I can't give you an answer to, but you can find out for yourself because it's a very personal experience, how you feel someone else's spirit and energy after they've passed on. And it may be different 
depending on what individual passed away. Might not be the same for everyone. Your grandmother who passed away may and will show up differently than how your brother passes away or your best friend that did. And that's just a reminder that their spirit is with us in so many ways. And there's a part of us that will always be with them too because of the interactions that you've had. Another reason that I wanted to talk about this is because this is not the first time that I've had a family member pass away. It's not the second time and it is not the third. I've had quite a few deaths in the family and this time I'm handling it very, very different than I've handled all the other ones. And so I thought that was really important to come on. I thought that was really important to come on and share that experience because grief takes so many different forms. And it's not going to look the same from person to person. And it may not even look the same for you when it happens with other people. You may grieve in totally, totally different ways. Like, again, your grandmother, your brother, you may grieve totally fucking differently. And that is okay. Give yourself some grace. My number one tip for anyone that is dealing with loss is to have so much compassion for yourself so so much compassion it is such a difficult thing to go through with the right support let alone when you don't have the right support so you know what just give yourself some goddamn compassion because you deserve it you deserve it you're not going to act the same as your day-to-day life as when someone passes you're going to do things differently you might not want to get out of bed or you might never want to be in bed and you might overwork yourself but at the end of the day don't punish yourself for any way that you're handling grief because that will help you to not dive into the really really unhealthy coping mechanisms when it comes to grief it's okay to lay in your bed it's okay to overeat it's okay to do all of these things allowing yourself to have grace and compassion will help you not fall into drugs and alcohol but at the same time if that happens Give yourself compassion too, because the more love you give, the easier it will be to not (laughs) choked on my own spit there, if I'm going to be honest. Okay. (laughs) The more compassion you give, the easier it will be to not fall into a terrible, long downward spiral. You might fall down a little bit, but giving yourself that grace, that compassion, you'll be able to lift yourself up way, way sooner and not keep digging a hole. But if you're angry at yourself, if you're mad at yourself because you had to drink because your brother passed away or whatever the fuck it is, then that actually is going to create even more negative feelings and then you'll need even more substance to deal with that. Anyways, I'm going to go back to my personal experience because that's why I started this episode. And I'm honestly doing okay. And I actually feel or I did feel quite guilty for that because my brother passed away only two weeks ago. How the fuck am I doing good? Like seriously, there is so much judgment that wants to come through and there is so much guilt that wants to come through and I'm not pretending it's not there. I'm acknowledging it. And this is why my episode is about grief, because people deal with it so differently, and I was not expecting to deal with it like this. Watching my mother and my sister, how they are grieving, really, really, really hurt to watch them so heartbroken. But it also made me think, is there something wrong with me? Am I fucked in the head? 
Why am I not crying as much as them? Why am I not grieving as much as them? Why am I just angry? Why am I not sad? And that's when I had to remind myself that just because I'm not grieving in the same way that they are does not mean that I'm not grieving in the way that works best for me. I was so angry for some reason. I wasn't even sad. I was angry for a while. And that's okay, too. There are so many different layers to grief. And grief doesn't always have to be just losing a loved one, like someone dying. It can also be a breakup with friendships or relationships or losing a job. Like it can be, you can grieve over so many different things. So if you don't personally relate to this because someone you love hasn't died recently or at all, it was a little blunt, but anyways, then use this for other things. Like all of this can be used for other things. It's not just about someone passing away. Like it mainly is, but there's also so many layers to it. So back to my story. Once I faced my anger, it started to really, really go away. And then I was left with a lot of peace. And I still cried once in a while. I was kind of numb for a while. I honestly, I hardly ever watch TV. And I just, I let myself binge Netflix. I bought Netflix only for a month. Literally used it for like a week or two and then deleted it. Because I knew that's what I needed. I just needed, I didn't want to read. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to watch some shows. I just wanted to lay on the couch I just wanted to not do anything, but also not just stare at the wall. And that's what I needed. And I'm glad that I let myself do that, or else I probably wouldn't be doing as well as I am right now. Just like earlier this year, when I was going through a breakup that... The breakup itself wasn't necessarily bad, but it was the other circumstances surrounding it. The fact that I was working two part-time jobs, didn't have like a connection or community with anyone, didn't really have any friends at that point, wasn't hanging out with anyone, didn't have anything, was living at my one of my parents' houses that so grateful that they let me, but also that came with so much stuff. Anyways, so I just felt very isolated and alone and trapped and it was kind of horrifying. And then going through a breakup on top of that, I was like, holy shit. I don't know how to deal with this. So I let myself lay in bed for a fucking month, literally a month. I did the same thing about Netflix and I just let myself binge so hard. And then after that month, I got the fuck up or back. I got the fuck back up. And when I got myself gym membership, when I got myself a library card again, started seeing friends, reaching out to people. And then I got a new job and things started looking up. And I probably wouldn't have been doing that well if I didn't let myself just surrender to the shittiness that I was feeling in that month prior. And I'm bringing this up because that is the same thing that I have been going through the last couple weeks is that surrendering to the shittiness, surrendering to the fact that life is not going the best right now. And that is okay. There's a time and place to be positive. There's a time and place to be grateful. There's a time and place to do both. But to try and convince yourself to be positive and to be grateful when you really truly are not is a form of spiritual bypassing. It's a form of emotional bypassing. I'm all for mindset shifts. I'm all for transmuting the emotions, that emotional alchemy inside of ourselves. I am for that. Do not get me wrong. That is what I fucking live for. That is my motherfucking passion is transmuting the darkness into light. But in order to truly do that, 
we first have to admit that there is darkness. We first have to acknowledge and accept that that darkness not only exists, but we are presently feeling it. And believe it or not, that is one of the biggest keys to transmuting emotions, shifting your mindset at such a fast rate. When we accept, when we acknowledge how we are truly fucking feeling, then, then the magic happens. Then we can do something. For starters, when you accept that you're feeling like a big bag of shit, when you accept that you're not feeling the fucking best right now, then you can do something with it because you're relaxing your nervous system. When you try and resist by forcing yourself to be positive and grateful, even though subconsciously or even consciously you do not feel that, you are creating resistant resistance in your body. You're going to spike your cortisol and adrenaline levels. You're actually going to go into fight or flight most likely because you are resisting how you actually feel and you're creating a battle. But when you acknowledge how you feel, you accept that you do feel shitty, your nervous system starts to calm down. And once it calms down, then you have a better chance of actually changing your state and changing your emotions. Once you accept it, you accept that it's going to take its natural course and you let it. You let it come in and then you let it go out. But when you don't accept and acknowledge and you try and force a change, you actually keep that emotion in your body in your energy bodies and also your physical body. You're not actually letting that feeling go because in order to free it, you have to feel it. In order to heal it, you have to feel it. You have to acknowledge that that is actually what you're feeling, that you're feeling so freaking crappy. Another example of this is when I used to have really, really bad panic attacks. Holy shit, sorry. It's total side note. I just, whoa. When I used to have really bad panic attacks, I can say that now because I don't have them. I hardly ever have them now. That is incredible. Holy shit, boys and girls. Sometimes I don't really realize how well I'm doing until I talk about something and it's like, wow, I used to have panic attacks multiple times a day, completely debilitating panic attacks. It was terrible. And now I can say when I used to, mm, that that is growth. And this, this is the feeling that I want to help give you guys. I can't do it for you, but I hope this, this is the exact feeling that I hope my podcast helps you on your journey towards because you deserve to feel so fucking free of all of these inner demons. Anyways, okay, back on track. I kind of forget where I was. Um, yes. So basically you create a lot of resistance in your body when you won't let an emotion naturally go through. Oh, I know what I was saying. With panic attacks, when I could, I could, I could see the signs of a panic attack starting and I would try and stop it. I would really, really try and stop it in a forceful way. And then that made it so much worse and last a lot longer. But once I just accept that it was going to happen, it actually more often than not didn't end up happening because I took that pressure away to be happy. I took the pressure away that I have to not feel this right now. I took all of that pressure off. That's basically what I'm trying to say. 
when you resist something, you create so much more pressure in your mind, in your body, in your heart, in your soul, all of that. You create so much pressure because you're trying to force yourself to feel a certain way when your body is like, I don't feel this way though. I don't. Once you accept that you don't and you feel whatever way that you do, you're like, hey, okay, I feel this way. Your body's like, thank you for listening to me. I'm now calm. I don't feel like screaming at you. I really think I'm crazy sometimes, like, just listening to my podcast. I'm like, who who would listen to this? But people do. You do. You're literally listening to this right now. So thank you. Like, thank you so much. So much. Because I know that I'm not just speaking to a mic in an empty room right now. I know that people actually listen to this. And I hope that there's something that resonates with you. Because even now I'm judging myself. And I'm like, I'm not going to release this. This is so fucking stupid. You're so fucking crazy. You're so fucking weird. Even after all the work that I've done, I still have those doubts. I still have these things come up. And it's not about getting rid of the negative. It's about how you respond to it. You're going to have doubts and fears that come up again. But how do you respond to it? Is it better than before? Can you make that refractory period once you feel that fear and the doubts? Can you make that smaller? Can you make it shorter? Can you acknowledge that sometimes you're scared shitless? And then once you acknowledge that, you're not scared for as long. And that is one of the biggest, biggest takeaways from me recovering from BPD and me recovering from trauma is that, that the bad will still happen, but how I respond to it can make it so it doesn't become something larger than it actually is. Okay, I got totally sidetracked here. Back to my brother. Um, I feel felt really guilty at the beginning when I started doing well. I mean, it's only been a couple weeks already, but even within the first week, like I started feeling a bit better. And especially after the funeral, like or celebration of life, like I felt a lot better. One of the main reasons is is that my brother has suffered for a long time. I don't want to get into how or why or any of those details, but just he was suffering, has suffered for over 10 years, almost every single day, if not every single fucking day. And it has broken my heart over and over. It has caused me so much pain. I've worried about him so much. Like how, how could I enjoy X, Y, and Z when my brother was out there suffering? Like even being in a warm, safe house. How was I supposed to enjoy that when it's minus 40 and I'm in a nice warm house and I don't know if he is in a warm place? That is one thing, one detail that I will share is that he was homeless a lot of the time. And it broke my fucking heart because it gets to be minus 40 and even minus 50 here sometimes. But even when it's minus 30 or minus 20 or minus 10, it's still so fucking cold. How could I enjoy being warm and safe when he wasn't? And I didn't realize that that story was embedded somewhere deep in my fucking soul for probably almost my whole life because it wasn't just about being warm. It was so many different things. And so when my brother passed, and after I processed it for a little bit, I came into so much peace. 
so much peace that I felt guilty because I almost felt happy. Don't get me wrong, I'm not happy that I'll never hear my brother's voice again, that I'll never see his face, I'll never hear his laugh, I'll never get to take another picture with him. But you fucking bet that I feel so much peace knowing that his suffering has ended. That is one of the greatest gifts. I know, even as I'm recording this podcast right now, his spirit is around me right now. It's giving me a huge glowing golden warm hug right now and his spirit is letting me know that he is not suffering anymore and he is also at peace there have been so many breakthroughs since processing his death and it is just absolutely insane because the story which is very valid that he was suffering leaked into every part of my life i realize now that i at a very deep subconscious level that i could not for the life of me even see or even had any idea was there no excuse me any idea that it was there i didn't want to do really good in life because of that guilt it's like i'm making more money i'm doing better i'm living my dreams i'm doing x y and z but my brother is still out there suffering and is probably having a very hard time. How am I supposed to enjoy this when I know that he is not doing okay? And I don't have to worry about that anymore. And that is his gift to me. His gift is that I don't have to feel guilt for being at peace that he is no longer suffering. As much as I wish that he was still alive, if he was only going to suffer for another 30 years, and I am so glad his spirit is at rest, and I know that he is watching over me, and he is okay with the fact that I'm also at peace. And this kind of ties back into what I was saying about the way um, the general Western culture views death. They view it like it is the absolute end and the worst thing to happen, but death is inevitable inevitable and it is also not the end it is the end of physical bodies but not of the soul not of the spirit and i think that when we can take that perspective on we can handle loved ones passings so 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 much more with ease when we know that their spirit lives on when we know that their suffering has ended when we know that they are watching over us and bring a lot more peace than focusing on the fact that we'll never see their physical body again. And there will still be days where I cry over this. There will be days where it's hard. But in generally, or what am I trying to say? But generally, there's just so, so much peace and I was not expecting that. And so, if you're grieving, or feeling anything, and it doesn't look like what other people are grieving, or doing, or feeling, don't beat yourself up. We're not all supposed to have the exact same experience, or there wouldn't be a point of experiencing human individuality. That is something that we as spiritual beings, having a human experience, get to experience, is that individuality. And so don't judge yourself for it. 
whether you write an essay differently, whether you sing differently, whether you deal with the loss of a loved one differently, don't punish yourself for being different than the people around you. This is your experience. This is your fucking life. And it is okay for you to experience, to live in whatever way serves you and your soul best. Now, this is definitely not how I thought the episode was going to go. And I'm pretty sure I say this like every episode should be my catchphrase. Maybe I'll get it on a shirt one day once my podcast blows up real big. (laughs) But I trust that what I spoke was guided not only from my brother, but from my higher self from the universe, God. I really trust that what I spoke was what someone or some people needed to hear. I really hope you found some gold within this episode. I really, really hope that whatever you're dealing with right now, that you know deep down you're going to make it through, even if it feels impossible, even if it feels like the most hardest thing you've ever gone through, even if it feels like the worst fucking thing you could ever feel. I really hope that you hear the whisper of your soul that tells you that you're going to be okay, even if you can't see how or why right now. And if you can't, then I'm here to tell you right now, you absolutely are going to be okay. You absolutely positively are going to be okay. Trust the whispers of your soul. They will not lead you wrong. I love you guys so, so, so much. And like I was saying before, thank you so fucking much for listening to my episodes. You guys literally rock. All right. Go take some more deep breaths. Zen out. If this was a heavy episode for you, put on some good music. And I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day.